Hi, I'm Becky Rolnick, Assistant Professor in the School of Media and Journalism at Kent State University, and this is Around the Sphere. Welcome to Around the Sphere, the podcast of the School of Media and Journalism at Kent State University, produced and recorded by MDJ's students, faculty, and staff, just for you. Hi, my name is Hannah Davis. I'm a senior journalism major here at Kent State University. I am the editor-in-chief of Uhuru Magazine. We serve to amplify the voices of marginalized communities here on campus. We do that by doing like news coverage of events here on campus and also like allowing people to, you know, do creative pieces, express their creativity in ways that they want to. You can get involved by visiting our Instagram page. We are currently taking art submissions for the upcoming print issue. Applications are also open for the upcoming editor-in-chief. Further positions usually go out like in May. So just keep an eye out on our Instagram page. It's at Uhuru Magazine. Hi everyone, welcome back to Around the Sphere. On this week's episode, we caught up with MDJ Public Relations graduate Ray Bukhari, class of 2021, to talk about the public relations campaign he and his team put together for a real-world client and their capstone class before graduation. If you've been to downtown Kent lately, you might have even seen some pieces of the campaign in action. Ray spoke with Dr. Dana Lullis Andrick from Kent State's Office of Outreach and Engagement, who was the client for the project. And we have some clips from a previous interview with public relations professor Michelle Ewing, who oversaw the project. Let's dive in. During the semester of spring 2021, I completed my capstone class, Public Relations Campaign, where I worked along a team to create a campaign at Kent State for Kent State's Office of Outreach and Engagement. The goal for the campaign is to enhance the university relationship with the city of Kent. Now we see pieces of our campaign being implemented and uh, executed. I'm joined by our client, Dr. Dana Lolis, who was from the Office of Outreach and Engagement and was monitoring our campaign. So our campaign consisted of three, two phases, actually. Research phase and the planning phase. The research phase is where me and my teammates were conducting surveys, focus groups, and asking clients and people and residents of the city of Kent about their relationship, about students at Kent State, what they think about the city and the facilities and the different businesses they have and the city has to offer to them. Also going to the residents and ask them what they think about the university them neighboring the university and having the university there, what kind of relationship they hold against each other. So we kind of got a little bit of findings there that helped us build our campaign, got our planning, get our strategies, tactic, what we need to change, what we need to tap on. And really our campaign, our, really our theme for, for the campaign was to uh, tap on the untapped potential. Me and my teammates really saw potential right there, a potential better relationship between the university and the city of Kent. Tapping on that untapped potential was our theme for the campaign. Uh, my teammates were Katie, Sarah, Zari, and Hannah and Leah. Each, each one of us has a different role within the team. Me, myself, was the social media manager. I remember Sarah being the research manager, and Katie was our account executive. 
really what I want to do right now is get your perspective, get your thoughts about our campaign. We didn't really have that much of time discussing our campaign. So I really want to ask you, what do you thought about our, what was your opinion about our campaign? Sure. I thought the whole process was fantastic. The timing was very, was perfect because our office had just been established in that summer of 2020 by our provost, Dr. Melody Tankersley, and the president, Dr. Todd Dykin. And though I had rough ideas of the goals of the office, what your class was able to do is take uh, a lot of the vision and the goals and really develop much more in-depth research, structure, programming ideas, um, and in particular, focusing on the relationship with the university and the city of Kent. And a lot of those things that came out of those campaign booklets and your campaigns that all of the teams did and yours um, in particular led to great things that we're doing now. And it's awesome to still talk about this, you know, what a good year later. I really see the work of the, the campaign's class in many ways, like planting seeds that continue to grow. Yeah, definitely. And that's what we really were going for. We really saw that we can help there. Also, what really challenged us at the beginning, at the beginning phases of this campaign is to know what are the tasks and role of this office as, as a new office uh, for the university. Uh, knowing the role, what, what we're looking for, what, what is the objectives of the office and then going forward and work on the objectives of creating the campaign. What are the objectives for the campaign itself based on the objectives of the office? Yeah, I, I think that the class did a great job at learning with us and, and growing with us, right? We were laying tracks and going down them at the same time. And I think what the campaigns class did and, and each of the groups were, were really good at doing, we're asking really great in-depth questions that made us think and, and really thoughtfully established the foundation to university outreach and engagement that then you were able to research further, see what else was out there, uh, do your focus groups and help us then um, sharpen that, that lens and sharpen, you know, our message. And so at the end of the course, I really felt like we were growing with you and learning with you um, because of the process, which was one of the best things for me, honestly. And, and hearing Dana talk about it, we can always see like progress is being made. So I think for the students, it shows, kind of just shows them the power of public relations strategy how you could read about it, you can write about it, you could plan it, but then when you see it actually executed, you can see the power of it. I remember my group and other groups uh, conducting surveys, uh, focus groups, and uh, conducting interviews. First, I would like to ask you if you had an experience before and being in a focus group or taking uh, such a survey or being interviewed, if you had the experience, and how was your experience? Yeah, I um, I have had those experiences in the past. You know, I think selfishly, many of us who work at the university just love our students. And so I thought the experience with the class and each of the groups, including yours, I, I just loved it because I felt like the class took serious what we were trying to do and became passionate about it. So when I've experienced these types of things in the past, it might be a more objective approach, right? It's an outsider looking in, which is part of the process, right? I get that. That's what you're being trained to do when you're learning. What I loved about the class 
this particular class, it's my second time working with the, the campaign's course, is I felt each of the groups really um, believe in the mission and what our office is seeking to do. And so that passion came through in the questions and the ideas and the excitement. So that to me made this process a little different than when I've participated in other focus groups and, and interviews. I really want to go back and know how how did your office become a part of this this class, the public relations campaign? So I had uh, worked with Professor Ewing uh, before um, in my previous role as Associate Vice President for Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. My team at that time included our Student Multicultural Center, and we had the opportunity to work with a prior campaigns course with our, our Student Multicultural Center. So I was able to see firsthand the process and, and the depth and, and the amazing work that this class does. And then the pitches at the end. And, and fortunately, then we were able to be in person at the end. So I was familiar with that process from several years ago. She had reached out when she heard my position had transitioned into this new role as Associate Vice President for University Outreach and Engagement and was really interested in learning more. Um, even further back, she had worked with our city manager in Kent, uh, Dave Ruler. So she had done some things with her campaigns class in the city of Kent. So had some history there. And when she learned about this new office and our goals, thought this would be a great pairing for the campaigns class. And also that a client who understands working in a pandemic and, and being a part of the university. So being able to structure something that the class is able to get the depth of experience and the quality of experience while also being mindful that we were very much in the throes of the pandemic. So I think it just all came together quite well and, and still has legs, you know, that it's, it's pretty exciting. And also to uh, build up on that, and that's really what amazed me about our school, the School of Media and Journalism at Kent State. It's the ability to offer students the hands-on experience that they want, rather than just being a, a relationship of a professor and students sitting in a classroom delivering information. I can't, I'm, I'm biased when it comes to our school. All of our school, school of media and journalism is the best. So let uh, moving forward. Uh, <laughs> so uh, moving forward, I would like to go towards the planning phase of our campaign, discussing the objectives of our, our, our campaign and the strategies that we put together and see what you think about them. So just to remind you a little bit of our objectives, uh, one of them was to increase the engagement. Did you thing that this objective specifically relates to your office and really what you want at the end of the day? Yes, definitely. And I think that the campaign's outcome and that objective was directly achieved. Um, I know at the start, there was a little bit of challenge because there's two distinct but connected parts to this office, the access and pipeline part and the town and gown part. And I know each of the, the group had to wrestle with kind of what direction they were going to sit in. And with all of the town and gown pieces, engagement increased significantly and continues to do so as a result of some of those tactics. Also, we had another objective of uh, creating digital presence. We learned that the Office of Outreach and Engagement didn't really have a social media page on like carrying the name. Office of Outreach and Engagement of Kent State University. So what, what do you think about that? So um, part of what has happened is we've actually um, have a student who is 
part of JMC and the School of Media and working and helping us with our digital presence with our website. So that is, again, a direct relationship that came out of the course and and the relationship with the school. Um, It's an area where we continue to struggle in. And I think it's less so, not so much for effort of trying, but I think people are really, I don't know if that's the right word, virtually exhausted. Us finding different ways to communicate is important. So we have our media presence with website. We've done great PR pieces. We haven't tackled social media as much, which is still a, it's on our list to get to um, and figure out what's the appropriate places. But our programs have really strong social media presence. So Upper Bound Programs and First Star, our LeBron James Family Foundation Partnership Community Lab. So individually they do. One of the things that the class had thought might make sense is if UOE had a presence and we're still figuring that piece out, but those other elements definitely have come um, to fruition. I personally know that many students of MDJ School of Media and Journalism are interested in working and helping out any client with their social media. I know there's a lot of students in the PR sequence interested in social media and digital, digital PR, digital marketing. If you need help, always School of Media and Journalism. <laughs> Right. So big chunk of our campaign and really a challenging element was to find out who was our audience, who are we targeting, who are we talking with, and who are we, who do we want to send messages to? Is it students, like Kent State students, or is it Kent City residents, or maybe students from other schools? We didn't really, we didn't really know who was our target audience. So me and my teammates really worked in our in the research phase to find out who was the, the audience, who are we targeting, and, and to know what kind of messages we want to deliver, what kind of messages to build, and then know how we're gonna deliver it. Because as you know, maybe every audience category has different should should be treated differently, should have different tactics to be reached by. And not go randomly. We don't. We don't go randomly. We go strategic. We go. We plan. Really was a challenge with all the surveys and the research that we did. Uh, whether it's the uh, primary research where we conducted surveys, as I said, and focus groups, and the secondary research where we went to the to websites and uh, finding, reading more about town and gown and what our other university have done to better their town and gown relationship. I think it teaches the students that these opportunities provide them a chance to apply what they're learning in the classroom, but they actually see the outcome of the work. One of our primary audience was Kent State freshman, so student, first year student, and the city of Kent business owners. What you thought about that? I thought that made great sense. And, and again, what I appreciated that, that the groups did well and yours uh, included in that is really pay attention and be mindful of the reality of the pandemic. I think it could have been easy to almost focus independent of that and and the groups dove in and let the research tell the story, which I think shows the importance of strategy. And I think one of the main goals of what, you know, you're trying to learn in that class is understanding that client. And when you talk with the business owners and you talk with different people and heard the challenges and things that they needed to see improved upon, I really feel that that helped sharpen that audience message a bit and then drive, you know, your recommendations and tactics. So I think that actually worked out really well, though I know that was a challenge at first trying to figure out because there are 
a lot of different audiences with the work we do. And I think narrowing in on, on that particular group made great sense. I would like to spend the rest of the time talking more about the tactics as it's, it, it really takes a big chunk of our campaign. The tactics is the main elements in our campaign. This is how yeah, we're going to deliver, deliver the messages. This is how we're going to enhance the, the relationship. This is how we're going to implement the strategies and achieve the goals and the objectives. One of the tactics, I thought, I think we had four tactics, if I'm not mistaken. And what the first tactics was the drawing board, a quarterly e-newsletter and meeting. Yeah, it, it was really a newsletter and um, email marketing, using the email marketing strategies to really reach out to the audiences that we had from there, send our messages to, you know, achieve the goal of increasing the engagement and creating social presence and all the other objectives that we had. What is your thought about the email marketing and the newsletter? I loved it, actually. And one of the things that we developed, though this was a little more focused on K-12, one of the things that we did was create a town and gown listserv to utilize it to communicate more with our town and gown partners in a newsletter fashion and, and share things out and share key updates. Like I mentioned early on, a lot of what came out of the course were these great seeds that were planted. And even though it grew into something a little different than maybe the class and your group in particular wanted to see, it helped us get to a really important place. Each of our K-12 programs also have adopted and have a newsletter too. So that is something um, that we have in place. What we found for the K-12 is it makes sense to do that more by program as opposed to a centralized one for all of UOE. So the, the members of First Star, our foster youth program, have information specific to, to their needs. Our upper bound programs get information specific to their needs. There may be some similarities around FAFSA, for example, or college admission, Kent State information, but the target audience is very specific to the participation. So we found that that made a little more sense, but the concept of the newsletter was one that we've kept and, and continue to build on. Well, the next tactic really has a means a lot to me since I was the one creating it. And it was the online brand, brand awareness, building uh, social media platforms, creating pages and accounts and all the different social media platforms that we have out there, whether it's uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, even TikTok. We're, we really talked a lot about TikTok and how younger generation are uh, using TikTok more than any other platform based on the research that we did earlier in the research phase. Really want to hear from you. How was that? I, I, I heard that you had a student now working on social media and stuff. How, how, how did that really help you and your office and in terms of, you know, increasing the engagement, enhancing the relationship? Yeah. So this one I feel is more so of a work in progress. Part of it, again, I think is making sure we're finding ways to connect that makes sense to the audience. So a lot of the town and gown audience utilizes those platforms in very different ways. And I think are also a little bit um, 
you know, like I said earlier, virtually weary, like just not weary, but just, I think everyone's been on this so much on your, you know, your TVs or your phones that you get a little exhausted. So we've been trying to find a lot of different ways to communicate for town and gown for our pipeline. We have started to really elevate this more and and build up this side of the house because students, that population in particular, our high school students love these platforms. TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat. So we're hoping to build out more of that. Um, it is more of a work in progress. And now that we are doing more and more in person, I think we're excited to get some stuff up and running. So we've, we've I would say, put dipped our toe into this area. The strategy, I see it as a blueprint that we're building and evolving still. Yeah, sure. Last one I would like to talk about here is the welcome bag. I think that was Hannah who really came up with this idea of having a welcome bag distributed to freshmen, new student coming to Kent State, just to like give them a sense of belonging and feeling inclusive within the university. What do you think about that? I loved it. And before I go to that one, I do want to mention one other piece of that tactic that your group recommended of the social media and the um the pieces related to online brand awareness is the website. And that has been a big accomplishment. I feel very excited about we were able to build out a UOE website and we're still building that out. So I do want to, that part of that tactic did happen. As it relates to the um, welcome bag, it actually took on a different, uh, evolved to a different idea that started with this. And what it turned into is this phenomenal festival type feel that we hosted the Sunday before students started courses. So everyone was moved in. Um, It was one of the um, first back in-person events and we were outside and invited um, town and gown partners, restaurants, businesses, the health department, the fire department, the police department, the mayor came and, and set up shop on the front area of campus right in front of the architecture building to engage our first year students. There was music, there was food, and it was just a wonderful initial way to say, you are part of something bigger. You're Here's downtown Kent, here's surrounding Kent, and we're excited for you to be here too. And students were able to walk around with bags and get t-shirts and free giveaways. So it took on a little different feel, but the same essence. So and that's something we're planning to continue and build on um, for future years. And in fact, planting those seeds and they grow in all sorts of neat ways. We're actually going to try a similar idea, except for graduating seniors um, have similar type of feeling. And instead of a welcome, it's a send off. So it's, it's right before graduation weekend. We're inviting, you know, our downtown partners and surrounding partners to send the students off who are graduating, but let them know we want them to be a part of Kent State always. So we're working with the alumni office on that. Again, you know, the idea started out of a book here, right? Affinity, you know, and then evolved into so many other things, which is one of the neat, I think, pieces of what this course does. I mean, you speaking right now really recalled so many memories from, you know, working on the on the campaign. I'm really glad that I was part of it. Well, Dr. Dana, thank you. Thank you so much for being part of our uh, class and giving us the opportunity to really engage with your office, learn more and really build some skills and capabilities that personally, me personally, helped me in my now 
now in my professional career. So thank you. Thank you so much. Did you know that our student newsroom in Franklin Hall runs a full website with local and statewide news stories, sports coverage, opinion pieces, entertainment, and much more? Absolutely. And the best part is the stories are written by our own student reporters. You can also find TV2 news coverage and the live stream to watch TV2's nightly 6 p.m. newscast on Kent Wired. Actually, the real best part is the daily morning newsletter that Kent Wired sends right to your email with the top local stories of the day. Oh, yeah? Well, how do you get that newsletter? You can sign up for the newsletter at kentwired.com or at the link in today's show notes. I love the show notes. So helpful. Truly so helpful. Speaking of Kent Wired, Kimmy, didn't you just recently sit for an interview about the podcast with a student reporter? I did. I had a wonderful conversation with Chong Chen all about Around the Sphere, so be on the lookout for a story from Kent Wired. And if you have any feedback or questions for the podcast, reach out to us at mdjpodcast at kent.edu. Well, that's all we have for you today. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review, and we'll be back soon with some more episodes. Bye. All right. Goodbye. You've been listening to Around the Sphere. Please send us your thoughts, comments, and feedback at mdjpodcast at kent.edu. Music for this podcast was written and produced by Assistant Professor Scott Holgren. This episode was produced by Nicholas Underwood, Digital Media Production Major, and our Podcast Project Manager is Kimmy Daniels, Public Relations Major. This podcast was advised by MDJ Director Emily Metzger. Special thanks to all the students, faculty, and staff who made this episode possible, and a very special thanks to you for listening. We'll see and hear you around the sphere.